0: Where belief is painful, we are slow to believe. Ovid.
1: Bending, not breaking. Season 2, episode 18. The Earth King. Welcome back to another episode of Ending Not Breaking. I'm Sunshine Mayfield. And I'm Ben Pruitt. And as always, last but not least, the wonderful producer You know, next time we should
0: definitely bring him in first.
1: Who? Max. Oh, yeah, Max is here. Yeah. That's yeah. who you were introducing. Yeah, but you interrupted me and, and ruined my train of thought. It's Max Gongoware, people. Yeah. Hi, Max. Last in introduction, least in our hearts. Wait, what? you just cut him off? Huh? Why would you cut him off? I'm sorry, Max. You're not least in our hearts. Thank you for being here, Max. Let's about Oh my about god, this he's show. still not talking. <laughs> Good lord. Max, you got anything to say? No, he's a strong silent time. He didn't have anything to say. Look at him. All right. Let's Now let's, you're being
0: intentional. Now about it's time
1: it. for Max's uninformed recap. Recap. This is the time that Max gets to talk. Max, is there anything you'd like to say before your uninformed recap?
2: Not at this time.
1: See? He didn't have anything to say anyway. It's because you haven't given him his prompt. I offer Max time to talk all the time, and every time he says, not at this time. Sometimes he says, no. Okay. Max, are you ready for your uninformed recap?
2: Not yet. You haven't given me my prompts.
1: Well, here are your prompts. Your opening scene is, Aang and Appa, uh, see, I messed it up. Aang hugs Appa and tells him, He misses him. The last scene of the episode is Azula, Ty Lee, and Mei meet the Earth King dressed as Kyoshi Warriors. Dun dun dun. Your keyword slash phrases are teeth marks, dragon dreams, secret files, positive attitude, and deceit. Max, you have one minute. Are you ready? Don't care. On your mark. Get set. Go.
2: Well, the episode begins when Aang hugs Appa and tells him he misses him. Um, And it turns into such a passionate hug that Aang bites Appa on the neck, leaving teeth marks. And Aang also has this bacterial disorder in his mouth That when he breaks Appa's skin, it gives him weird dreams, including a dream about dragon. That's right, dragon dreams. Uh, And in this dream, he gets on a dragon's back and flies to uh, a file room where they find some secret files. uh, Wherein they learn about the power of maintaining a positive attitude whenever they are going through adversity. Um, Ten seconds. And um, turns out that dream was just a bunch of deceit, and it stinks because they wake up and Azula, Tai Lee, and Mei meet the Stop. Earth King dressed as Kiyoshi Warriors.
1: So first you said that Appa bit Aang, and then you said but Aang had a disorder in his mouth that gave Appa a like, bacterial infection. Yeah. I heard that Aang bit Appa. Oh, I thought he said Opa Bit Ang. Listeners, tell us what really happened. Which, like, a bison hickey. I already told
2: you what really happened.
1: Also, advice for the kids out there don't give each other hickeys. It's weird. All right. Next. Uh, that's probably a weird segue it's tough to, it's tough to really dig yourself out of that yeah way, that, out of I, I was right i was just now. gonna let you go with it it was there's not a guess like there was no like and speaking of hickeys let's talk about what happens in this episode so uh all right and speaking of hickeys well let's talk about what happens in this episode yeah, uh, we're we're looking at the episode "The Earth King," which I got to tell you, kind of a boring episode for me. Whoa, 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 whoa! Yeah, it's kind of boring. Exposition, exposition, exposition! I know, so much exposition. But Ben, let's you get to recap it now. You get thirty seconds on the clock, and away we go. The gang convinces
0: the Earth King that there is actually a war outside of Bossing Say. Se.
1: Twenty seconds left. More happens in this episode.
0: Zuko has a weird dream. You know, dragons happen. He's like, oh my god, exposition, exposition, exposition. Tylee may come in at the end. And like, oh my goodness, it's actually not the The Kyoshi
1: Warriors. And he's totally deceived. Well, you missed an entire villain that, you know, gets his due. A villain? Yeah. Oh, why don't you tell me about that? No, we'll talk about it as we go through this thing and talk about... Belief, the lens of which belief, which makes things real, which makes you feel. You know, tell me more about your rhyme scheme. That's a Gavin DeGraw song, off the wonderful album *Chariot*. Max knows what I'm talking about, I love don't that you? Song. Yes, Max totally gets it. Now, I was I'm right too. there with you. Yeah. So go listen to Gavin DeGraw's *Belief*. It's a lovely song. That album's so good.
2: Check out the stripped version.
1: Yeah. Ooh, chocolate cover strawberries. Chocolate chocolate cherries.
0: Cherries.
1: It's chariot, you know. Oh God! All right. So belief. What's, yeah. What's belief?
0: I believe it's your turn to tell us what belief is. Yeah,
1: I told you. It makes things real. It makes you feel.
0: Not using a convoluted song lyric.
1: It's not convoluted. It's very straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is so it's it's interesting looking at this episode through this lens because uh, it really to me it brought up a lot of what happens when you're not believed mm, um, mm, and mm. and not so much as you having belief in things which definitely comes up in this episode but but more so of when you know you're telling the truth and people are telling you that you're wrong or that you don't know what you're talking about and they don't believe you and how frustrating and uh, mm. harmful that can mm. be. Mm. um so that's Y'all, that's how i kind of went through this episode
0: i recently listened to uh Brene brown's newest podcast have you heard of her i think she's a really cool person if you haven't heard of her um but it was a podcast uh with an interview with tarana burke who is the founder of the me too movement and f- just fabulous way to spend your time if you have um a way to listen to podcasts, which you obviously do. So I highly recommend finding it and living it, listening to it. Cause it's really important, uh, really important conversation. And a lot of talk about belief in that, if you can imagine that. Um, so I, I definitely felt some, um, tinges of just the idea of me too and uh, tinges of this concept of belief. Um, made this episode more real than it would be without watching it through a lens so
1: yeah so one of the first moments that pops up for me in the show uh is when the gang while fighting back against being attacked as they're trying to get to the earth king but consistently being like i promise we're not trying to hurt you (laughs) like please stop throwing things at us i'm sorry i just threw a boulder at your face but like it was self-defense we're really on your side. Um, is really tough to. It's tough to make people believe what you're saying when you're actively acting against it.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I think credibility was a very big thing that I focused on as I took notes uh, throughout this whole thing. Is how do you build credibility so that you can get people to believe you? Um, and frankly, it sucks that we have to build credibility at all. Why don't people just believe? Why don't, why don't people just believe me? But credibility matters, and I think it's a really important factor in all of that, for sure. And right now, the gang's not very credible, and the king calls him out on it when he enters the... uh, the king's room whatever at the antechamber whatever it's called
1: yes the uh the king's chambers
0: yes 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 indeed the except great it, hall except it's not his chambers it's, it's like the throne the, room, throne, like room. Like throne room it's throne like throne room hall. there you go anyway so they're in the room and the king's like why should i believe you when you took down all of my men you rampaged through the city you blah 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 blah." and they're like oh good touche touche little
1: good point yeah
0: and well. then they drop their weapons, right? Um, well, they're
1: asked to, right? They make a deal. Yeah. Hey, we'll drop our weapons if you listen to us. Yeah. And then they get captured. Well, and it,
0: it, what really struck me there was that, that didn't make that much of a difference. Right? Like them getting captured or them, them putting, dropping their weapons. No, them dropping their weapons. Like I feel like in posit, people in that position are often like, I, I will believe you if, and then they still like no, no, now I'll listen to you. It's not that I'll believe you. It's that I'll entertain the concept that you might have something to say. Not that, like, you know what I mean? Well, and so here's
1: this really cool moment. You see where Aang could get out of his restraints if he wanted to. Oh, yeah. So does he like, stay in them? He to, waves it in front of them. <laughs> to build credibility that, like, I can get out of here if I want to. I'm letting you capture me right now so that you'll pay attention to show you that I'm not a threat. Like, is yeah. that a way of building I definitely think that was
0: probably intentional. Hey,
1: I can get out of this. I'm not going to. And that means you know, Toph can. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, and maybe the Daili aren't as strong as we think they are, but that's that's definitely a moment there. Um, and so, but they're telling the truth. And Longfain is they're just you know whispering lies. Yeah, it's a very uh, what's the dude's worm tongue? From, Grim, Grim Ghoul, whatever his name is. Yeah, worm tongue. I think is uh, from Lord, Lord, of, the Lord Rings. of the Rings, the Two Towers yeah yes when gandalf's coming into the room and there's actually a meme about that i think oh it's on our instagram oh that's where i posted it i legitimately didn't
0: remember where i saw that meme that's not trying to plug the instagram but hey you should go to the instagram bmb
1: underscore pod we have avatar memes that's a funny meme you should go watch it and by watch it i mean like look at it look at the meme or go watch the two towers yes so side, side tangent. We're gonna go on a quick side. It's a really here. long side tangent. <laughs> no, it's a that story movie's story. really long. You have to rank the Lord of the Rings movies from from least greatest to greatest. What do you? Which what, what's ooh, the order? Ooh, ooh, I
0: I like the first one just because I've probably seen it the most, so there's probably more nostalgia there. Uh, but probably is it one, two, three?
1: It might be one, two, three for me that's your least favorite
0: oh Oh, the opposite then like least favorite would be return of the king
1: yeah i would say my least favorite is return of the king which is funny because that's the one that won best picture all the most things um but i think that was because i think it's still a beautiful movie last one yeah um i think that mine goes i think i love the two towers the most specifically for the battle at helm's Helms deep yeah yeah a lot of fun banter oh Gimli and a lot of cool action sequences oh yeah so two towers, and that's where like introduction to all the ints and stuff. Oh, that's true. That's so, true. Two towers. Ents,
2: ents, 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 ents. That was my little beatboxing lesson for you.
1: That was an ints rave. Cool, 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 cool. All right, so cool, back, uh, cool. back off the side tangent over to where we are now.
2: You never um, asked me.
1: So who has all Max, the credibility? Max, you don't like to rank things.
2: I also have never seen any of those movies.
1: What do you do? you have never you serious? watched Avatar. You've never watched any of Lord of the Rings. How did you get to produce this podcast? Have you read podcast? Harry Potter?
2: I have read Harry Potter. Like the whole thing? Yeah, all seven of them. What about? And the play. Okay. Which okay. is Cursed Child.
0: All right, we're off to a bad start on this episode. Max isn't Ma- Max doesn't like the fantasy. So here's the deal.
2: I just said I read Harry Potter. The Max
0: fantasy has a lot of credibility to build with y'all, but the credibility he does have is in y'all his producing Y'all can't stump me on the
2: spells. terminal, though.
0: So, speaking of credibility. It's a true
1: story, it's not fantasy.
0: Long Fang has built up a lot of credibility with the Earth King. And so let's talk about that. It's really interesting because he's whispering in his ear and saying, hey... But he, like, he hasn't been credible because he's been lying the whole time. But the perception of credibility, right? Because he's been able to maintain... The, because he's been able to brainwash people, he's been able to maintain this illusion that there is no war. And so that is building credibility in the king's eyes.
1: Because well, like, we always say, what's one of the best ways to build credibility? What D- do we... Th- D'Wizwida. D- D- D'Wizwida. Yeah. My terrible favorite, acronym. My favorite acronym. Do what you say you will do. Right? But now we're kind of learning, is it... Make people think you've done what you say you will do. Well, it doesn't work in the end
0: here, right? You have to maintain that credibility, right?
1: He's a bad liar, which makes me wonder, like, how many... Why has he not been caught yet? Yeah. Hey, why does this drill at the outer wall have the Fire Nation insignia on it? Well... <laughs> Well you heard the You don't Earth... want to buy domestic goods for machinery like this?
0: The Earth King has never been to the Outer Wall. He had no reason to expect that the Earth King would ever get out that far. He had no reason to, because it's been literally his entire life without an Earth King going to the outer wall. Fair. So this is unprecedented, right? And when you when you are unable to plan for the these unprecedented moments I've it's gonna
1: fall through you can ride up and we're done so yeah so he's not very credible but i guess he's built credibility over time which makes the earth kingdom believe him but the frustratingness around that's not a word um how frustrating does it have to be for the for the gang who knows that one this dude just tried to kill us he kidnapped appa he's clearly lying and yet this dude is eating out of the palm of his hands right now.
0: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I I'm going to potentially lead into my political views here, but I feel fairly strongly about government with this mindset right now. I feel like the people who have all the power are given their have given their ears to people who have masked this credibility and um, have been able to convince them that everything that they say is like gold coming out of their mouth. And so I I am really uh, struggling with my, my belief in the system. And that's really struggling because when Aang has a problem with the system, he can take down a slew of guards and barge into the room and... Convince them himself. But I don't know that I have that capacity to literally go walk into the rooms that need to happen. And, like, actually make that difference. Where it will be heard by someone. Does that, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And so... Like, because
1: you would be shot. Yeah, literally. Like, you would die.
0: I would... Yes. And so... You don't like, have an avatar state. I, you're darn right I don't. That would be cool, though. Anyway, moral of the story is... I, I just this is a really important scene because Aang is able to do what most of us cannot when it comes to getting the attention of people in power. And I'm just being called to think about like, what can we do? What is the equivalent and how do we accomplish that?
1: Yeah, and it's tough because I'm wondering if that's a feeling that other people have felt for a long time. Um, and then what's the difference between the first time they talked to Longfane and the first time they're talking to the Earth King? And are you talking to people in government who are oblivious to things going on? Or do they know about it and are choosing to ignore it? Well, exactly. Because, right? And I, 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 unfortunately, I don't think you know who you're talking to. It makes it even harder yeah, to discern, harder. right? Do, you do go they in... believe you? Do they know you're right and still choose to ignore it? Yeah. Or do they, Are they just don't believe you? That that's not your experience. And both are incredibly unfortunate
0: and incredibly real. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I, I don't know the answer, but what I do know is that we, the the power that I do have to utilize is voting and I have been demonstrating that right and I hope you will too. I'm going to get off my little... Uh, little soap box. Right, my yeah. soap box now.
1: Um, and th- and then you get more moments of that that are frustrating, because not only are you trying to convince someone of these things, not only is the gang trying to convince the king, but everywhere they go, it looks like the dialy has been, you know, a step ahead. Hey, we'll take you to Lake Laogai and show you the cells and the tunnels and the places where... And it's gone. Yep. Just kidding. Um, and then it's...
0: <laughs> well, the problem is Sokka's like, that should make it even more credible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> which that's not when he said that i was like that's like i don't i disagree right like yeah if nothing's I there i don't know what that where you're coming from saka in that moment um but then it's a i will give you this form of incentive to come with me and see the truth which still does that speak a little bit about government as well Which it is sure like, does hey the truth is out there but I have to incentivize you in some way, shape, or form that has nothing to do with this. Yeah, it just reminds me of lobbyists. So and that like, you ugh. will see this, right? You get to write APA. Yeah. Which yeah. here is for a good reason. And there are good reasons. Well, right? there are like, good lobbyists, right? right? There are lobbyists that are fighting for good, just things. And then there aren't. Right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we see the drill, we see the Long is a pretty terrible liar.
0: Well, it, well before we get to even where we get to the long is a terrible liar, I think what we see is the the Earth King on the way to that moment is like I really hope that this not real. I I hope that I hope that you're not being honest. I don't want there a, I don't want there. Yeah. Um. I don't know what the exact quote is, but it goes back to the uh, uh opening, right? It's it where where belief is painful, we are slower to believe. And this is a moment where this this would be a very painful
1: belief to swallow. And I, and here's the moment where you have to say that it's a privilege to say I don't want to engage with that. Yes! Yes! Um, yes! And there's a privilege to saying this might be something that I don't mentally want to deal with, and so I'm going to step away from it and not engage with it. I e everyone who is just
0: choosing. I don't want to make a decision. I don't want to be involved in politics, so I'm not going to vote. That is real, y'all. I have people in my life that I love and care about that I I don't understand because
1: they don't see that the outcome is going to affect them personally. Yeah, but the reality is the outcome is going to affect thousands of other people that you don't that you don't know. Correct. Um, yeah. Um, And so you get this moment where he says, "I don't, I don't want the war to be real. I don't want to deal with it." And that's a privilege that we have to recognize. I don't want to think about the rights of other people right now. Yeah. Okay. That's a that's your choice, and that's a privilege. It is a huge privilege. Um, huge. Let's talk a little about Zuko. Zuko's got some things going on.
0: Zuko is—he's not feeling feeling hot. In mid-existential crisis right now. He's got some fevers. He's got some dreams. Well, I think it's so fascinating that he is experiencing physical illness because of a moral choice that he has made.
1: Well, And we've talked about it before. Your body has physiological responses to emotional triggers. Absolutely. And you're seeing that here in this moment. And this is like... Like I just got chills thinking about this.
0: Like that is that is so massive. Like what an important illustration of what this can look like.
1: Well, think about it. every time that you like every time I've had a rumble stomach because of guilt or shame or, anxiety. It, or anxiety or like, and how yeah. you legitimately like I physically want I physically get tired and I physically get nauseous. Yeah. When I can pinpoint feelings where i feel truly guilty about something yeah um and i know that i'm typically feeling some form of shame because i like i want to go to bed at six o'clock yeah uh and, and so i think that it's important to understand that and we and we get that here in this moment to where his body is trying to make him believe that something's up like yeah. his body is giving him reason to say you need to deal with this yeah
0: the body keeps the score y'all body keeps the
1: score it's a book really good book who wrote it so if people can go look it up and give credit to him? Bessel Vanderkolk. Okay. Max will spell that later in the show notes. He probably won't. What's on Twitter, Max?
2: Lots I mean lots of stuff.
0: <laughs> and that's what you call dead air. No,
1: I just I think that we'll <laughs> we'll add a little segment about what's on Twitter from Max Gongaware each episode. He gets five seconds to just kinda of talk about the last tweet he saw that made him chuckle, you know? cool 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 nothing's cool, funny cool, anymore cool cool, cool yeah cool, fair cool all right um and then uh, other moments of uh belief or deceit or things in between a uh, moment that pops out for me is hey Toff your mom's here to see you
0: oh uh, I wrote this down oh my goodness
1: well like mom I'm excited to see my mom yeah boom metal box yeah that's just like talk about
0: Talk about, like, ruining trust forever.
1: (laughs) Well, (laughs) because who gave her the note? It was a letter from...
0: It was a letter that they had intercepted. Right. And it was in the box with all of the other letters that were true. Right? And so the correspondence with the water tribe coordinates, the uh, letter on Appa's Appa's horn, right? From from, Guru Patik. From Guru Patik. And then um, this letter from these two Earth dudes trying to capture Toph, forged, and she can't read it, so she doesn't know what the handwriting looks like.
1: And so, like, it's Ugh. just so tough. But it it's such an important moment in Avatar lore canon yeah. that is about to take place. Oh, yeah. Because of this. Yeah, but we're not talking about that yet. Not yet. Max, can you guess what it is? No. Okay. Um. So... Yeah, big moment of, of belief where Toph is believing this, and it, it really is going to hurt her trust when people say, yeah. hey, I'm reading this to you now. Yeah, I, uh, do you remember your dreams? Sometimes. I have one very vivid dream where I was in a, uh, I had a penguin, and we were... Was it playing the drums? Training, we were, no, uh, training for the Olympics. Oh. For a... Uh, Bob the, sledding. It was a penguin-king-of-the-iceberg match. So, penguins from different nations would get on one iceberg, and then the last penguin standing would win. And my penguin wow. fell as the iceberg broke. Ugh. Um, Tragic. To the uh, a penguin from the Philippines. You lost to the Philippines. Yeah. And I was so distraught, I legitimately woke up out of that dream and was like, no! Yeah. Yeah. That was a very vivid one, but other than that, I typically don't remember my dreams. Yeah, I have a. a I have nothing against the Philippines, by the way. I, <laughs> I just you that just that you just was, lost all of our Filipino the, that listeners. Was, that was the country that was the penguin that won was from. Uh,
0: we can We got silver. My dream as a young child was: I used to dream that I could fly, and I I dreamt that I could fly in a, like a really odd way, that like I could raise my arms and then like put them above my head and then push the air down. And I would rise up off the ground and I'd be like floating off the ground. And then I'd be able to like stay that way and fly. Mm -hmm. And it felt so real because I then like dreamt as I came back to the ground that I like, I fell and I felt that in my body and I woke up because of it. And so that I immediately got out of bed and tried it and it didn't work. Wow. (laughs)
1: <laughs> wow. that's gonna be a really cool ending to that story and that wasn't it
0: yeah uh but i, I, I i'm reminded of that when zuko like reaches up and when he goes and looks into the mirror and he sees himself without his scar i am so like
1: he, and with the avatar tattoos. yeah yes
0: but like i was more struck by the fact that he didn't see his scar because when he wakes up he touches his face to check to see if the scar is there and that, at least that's how i interpreted it mm-hmm. and oh like could you imagine
1: does he have the scar in the dragon dream i don't think he does he doesn't yeah
0: no like he's dreaming of himself whole like if this hadn't have happened yeah yeah and it's or that he was healed i don't know if it was if it hadn't happened but like whatever it is he's imagining himself whole and i think that's so beautiful to be able to see yourself that way mm-hmm. and i think that it's just it broke my heart a little bit when he reached up touched his face and you could see the realization dawn on him that he still had that scar mm-hmm. as if like as if ah, oh, could it have all been a terrible dream
1: well, and let's talk about the dream, right? let because because in that moment we have the blue dragon, uh, voiced by the same person who it's Azula's voice, um, and then the red dragon, which is Iroh's voice, and the dragons are, one is, maybe not being honest. Well, it's like the fall asleep, the angel and the you devil on your sleep, shoulder, right? Um, but the dragon was lying. Like what we can assume, I think what they're trying to say is that if he fell asleep, he would have. Succumb to death in that moment is, is, is my guess or coma maybe or something like that yeah I didn't think about that um because Iroh's sitting there and saying like no 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 stay with me like um and so it's just uh and a, how how interesting is it that those are
0: the two voices like th- those are his inner voices in his mind where, terrible like
1: Iroh, totally want that as an inner voice Azula no I thank would not you. want that voice in my head never God. Yeah, she's the worst. Uh, can't diagnose her, but but yeah, uh, uh, so yeah, how hard that is, but how often are you lying to yourself? You well, know.
0: And like and it's I, I think it's so easy to believe the lies we tell ourselves sometimes.
1: the, the terrible first drafts, the well, stories
0: we tell ourselves. Yeah, well, it's not just the, the, it's it's not that they're terrible first drafts It's that like they're confabulations, they're lies told honestly. There are lies that we like. We believe that what we're saying is true and it is false. And that is what is called a confabulation. And they're horrifying <laughs> because they are dangerous. Mm-hmm. And these stories that we make up can
1: be that for sure. Absolutely. Any other moments of, of belief that are really important uh, from this? I'm sure there were. Right? You got any of them?
0: Yes. Okay. So the Kyoshi Warriors. Yes. Right? Uh, Saka hears and says Saka is normally fairly wary. He's normally skeptical. He's normally unsure. But after this series of wins and this series of good things, he's starting to, uh, I wonder if it's slowly becoming too optimistic or, quote, overly optimistic. And he is like, oh, the Kyoshi Warriors, I love them. They're wonderful. And then there's this just immediate belief. And it just reminds me of this need to trust but verify.
1: And So, So tell me, we've said that a lot before. So what does trust but verify really mean? I'm going to assume the best. I believe that
0: the Kyoshi warriors are here. Warriors are here. I'm excited that they're here. I'm going to welcome them when they come in. But when they're here, I'm going to make sure that there is a way to determine whether they're actually the Kyoshi warriors or not. And so the only way that that could have happened is when the earth king greeted them, somebody who knew them could verify. And so for instance, I, I, If I'm a supervisor to a group of people, I want to assign tasks, and I don't want to micromanage them. I don't want to just, like, hey, have you done this? Hey, have you done this? Hey, have you done this? Right. But I do need to verify that it got done. And so, hey, my expectation is that you do this by Friday at noon. Friday at noon, my job is to
1: say, hey, did this get done? I'm going to trust you to do it, and I'm not going to make sure you're doing it. Yeah. I'm going to trust that you got it. But Friday at noon, I'm going to verify that the deadline was met. Or in, instead say, hey, when you've done this and when this is completed,
0: send me an email so that I know it got completed and so that I don't have to worry about it. Right. Just help
1: me help you, right? Or else I'm going to have to revert to Exactly. Did you do it? Did you do it? Did you do it? Yeah. So, okay. so I trust think, but verify. Trust but
0: verify is important. And I think we do that with our kids. Like, hey, like I trust you and... I want you to text me at 10 o'clock so that I know you're okay. Right? You can go out. I trust that you're not going to make bad decisions. And
1: I want you to text me to let me know you're doing okay. I am curious. Yeah, tell me more. As to why they didn't take the five minutes it would have taken to go see Suki. And then quickly be able to go, oh, that's, that's not them. Yeah. Five minutes to just be like, oh. Let's go say hey before we go on this journey. I wonder if it would have been longer than five minutes. Okay. Fifteen minutes. But, like, not that long. You know, especially if you're assuming they got, like, a four-hour journey coming up. Like. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, so, it's probably uh, not that long. I, and, I, you know, so I would have thought that Sokka would have been like, ugh, I've got to go see Suki. Um, it just seems strange to me that, like, oh, let's go see her before we go. That that didn't happen. Yeah. And how detrimental that ends up being? Sure.
0: Yeah, I'm really curious if there are some audience perspectives on this scene and like why didn't Sokka go check and go say hello? All
1: right. Well, let's. Uh, we're gonna jump into our next part uh, after a quick break. Do you got anything else you want to say to wrap up this episode?
2: Not at this time.
1: Okay, Max. Anything from you, bud?
2: Not at this time.
1: Uncanny impression, Pen. Thanks. Uncanny. The listeners had no idea. I'm sorry I ruined the magic. All right, we will take a quick break and then we'll be back with another practice and our devotion as we look through um, the lens of belief through the element of fire.
2: Hiya! <laughs>
0: And now it's time for our wonderful practice together where we're gonna try to imagine ourselves back into the world and universe of Avatar, The Last Airbender. And with us, we still have the same people that were with you about 10 seconds ago. And so, with this in mind, Sunshine has picked a clip for us and we're going to imagine ourselves into the scene. So what I'd like for us to do and what I want us to do is, if you can, take a minute, just close your eyes, not if you're driving, but take a minute, close your eyes, and just imagine yourselves into the scene. And you can pick yourself to be one of the characters that you hear, uh, a fly on the wall, however you can put yourself in it, and try to experience what it was like to be present in that moment. And away we go. It's getting late. Are you planning Nursing, my lord i'm not tired relax fire lord zuko just let go Give into it shut your eyes for a while
1: no fire lord zuko do not listen to the blue dragon you should get out of here right now go it's too late Oh, well that's a lot to dissect azula is so creepy
0: But it's not azula
1: yeah but it is. it's a dragon all i hear is azula it's a drag well it's a dragon it's a dragon azula all right um who are you in that moment yeah so i was one of the
0: fire bending soldier people oh interesting choice and I was sitting there, like, I'm standing in, like, watching Fire Lord Zuko, and I I imagined that I couldn't hear the voices, because I don't see the dragon's mouths moving, so I don't know that I, I hear the voices, and so I kind of imagine it in the way where I was watching my Fire Lord, and I was watching him be scared, I was watching his facial expressions, and Seeing his reactions to to these dragons circling him, and I was getting scared watching. Like I was, um, it just like it, it was um, as fears kind of contagious in a way. And when I see my leadership experiencing fear, it makes me a little bit more fearful.
1: Yeah, which I, I don't love that, but it it did. That's how I felt. Yeah, I felt that as Zuko. That's the character I, um, but like as Zuko in it, like in a dream. So the first moment of them being like Fire Lord Zuko and me being like, that's strange. Like, where did that come from? What? I'm, oh, I'm Fire Lord. And then hearing a voice that I know I shouldn't trust, but his family be like, take a nap. Totally go to sleep and being like, okay, okay, I could. And then hearing someone I've been with for a long time be like, "Don't you dare! Like it's time to go." So something's up. It's time to get out of this. But then feeling trapped and feeling like you're falling, and I felt that in Adrian before. Um, that and that's a, like a quick moment of feeling helpless, um, like truly helpless. Well, which voice in like, which voice is easier
0: to believe? Right. It for me, it's it's really contrasting because. The red dragon, the Iro's, Iro's voice, is angry. It's loud. It's jarring. It Takes more effort it's to take, run away and, and yeah, versus yeah, ex- versus just like just all I want you to do is what's easy. Take and some and that's what's sleep. scary. Like I, I think that's what's scary and what this like you sharing this with me is bringing up in me is saying that I like we have to choose what is right
1: over what is easy right you know, then that's the answer we want to choose
0: yeah but sometimes it's so easy to just pick the easy answer yeah and it's and it's hard not to pick it right it's not only is it easy but it's also more difficult to pick like i think it's worth
1: picking like the... he didn't have the ability to run and get away exactly yeah but that's the answer that like we know he should have listened to the red dragon so it's scary it's scary to not feel like you can't choose the right answer um and i wonder how often that comes up in life sometimes yeah um i know this is wrong but if i don't do it do i lose my job am i able to do the things that i need to do to provide for family or myself yeah um and when's the moment that we stand up and say no this is this is wrong and we need to choose what's right yeah yeah so oh that's a whole new perspective of the scene i wasn't
0: isn't that cool? This is a pretty cool little way to get into the Avatar universe that potentially we've never done before. And so that's kind of
1: cool. Yeah, so you let us know what character you chose or did you choose to be a fly on the wall in that scene and how did you interpret it? And uh, send that to us through a, a voice memo at the at gmail.com. The dot the gmail.com Send that. And we would love to put that on one of our future episodes. We would love to. Tell us. Now it's time for... A devotion. Did you think of a theme song? Devotion, devotion. I'm not causing a commotion. Yep, so if you've got a better one that you want to write for us, send it on in. We might well throw it in for another Promotion. Song. Promotion also rhymes. Promotion? Yeah. Yeah. Like, one of the best ways you could promote this podcast is to tell a friend that you... That likes Avatar and yeah, say, yeah, and, and go on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Ooh, that could be nice. I would love that. Share it on the interwebs. You could also go on Patreon.com. Yeah. Slash the e And then donate. And donate for bonus content and uh, archive episodes for things like, you know, Carpenter Revisited. If you really like John Carpenter, the director, we got, we got episodes on that. Max loves John Carpenter, the director. So, you know, he donates to the Patreon.
2: What did he direct?
1: Uh, the original Halloween. Missed it. Taking of Pelham One Two Three. The Terminal. The Fog. That's incorrect. Um,
2: I haven't seen any of these. I'm like a cultured guy. You just haven't seen any of the movies I want to see. Wait, what? Max, um, your three favorite movies It's go. time for our devotion.
1: What are your three favorite movies, Max?
2: My three favorite movies are... The, the
1: Terminal. Th- Hook. Hook. Little Big League. Yeah. In Little Big League.
2: Yeah. Versatile as heck.
1: All pretty heavily male-dominated movies, Max.
2: Catherine Zeta-Jones <laughs> is a delight in The Terminal.
1: Julia Roberts. She Zoe Z- Z- Zoe Saldana. <laughs> Zoe Saldana's in The Terminal?
2: Yeah. Come on, man. Is she really? Yeah. She's the uh, Trekkie... Uh, that uh, the, the the it's
0: time for our devotion. She's in a dance movie called Center Stage on Belief through a lens of fire.
2: She's the one. Hi-ya. She's the one who always gives him the red stamp. But like chances, me go to New York fifty-fifty.
1: She Zoe Saldana. We're still is in the terminal. She's also in Avatar, which is not the same Avatar: The Last Airbender, oh my but God. has a similar name. Full Circle. James Cameron. High five, Max. No. Space five. No.
0: Lots of space Social in distance.
1: We're still doing it. Physical distance. You're Not social. You're I don't like that term, social still.
0: distance. Physical distance.
1: Yeah. All right. Our devotion. Yes. I will bring us back since Ben has been taking us on tangents. Thank goodness. All right. Let's talk a little bit about our lens through the element of fire. Yeah. What'd you pick? Um, For me, it was the importance of knowing when you can trust someone, the warmth that that can really bring when you feel like you can trust someone and and, um, when they come through for you. And so, but for that to happen, I need to play my part in being credible to individuals. Um, And so it's how do I show up and, and behave in a way that promotes credibility so that when, um, I need to be trusted. I can be and that I can do that in a way that helps other people feel good about it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. And I, for me, it's one of those it's tough things, right? Like, cause there's always this kind of like, why do I care what other people think? Right? Like that's a, a mode. I shouldn't care what other people think. And sometimes I feel like we should. I agree. Um, and and realize that our behavior can ultimately change the situation. And so I want to be able to focus on that. And how do I make myself more credible? For sure. What about you? I keep coming back to this trust, but verify thing.
0: And what comes to my mind is this idea that there are rules around using dangerous things for a reason. And sometimes it's easy to take those rules for granted. Once we feel comfortable around something, IE fire and it's really easy to be like, oh, I cook, like, I, I, I've I, been cooking recently a lot, and so it's really easy to get comfortable in the kitchen and then all of a sudden forget that you have a hot pan and you burn yourself, right? But the the rules are in place for a reason, like, you should wear protective gloves, you should do X, Y, and Z, you should... Like when we're practicing physical distancing, you should wash your hands and you should wash them for a plenty amount of time. And 20 seconds. Should, yeah, and you should use hot water and you should use soap. And sometimes it's easy to take for granted un- unless, until we learn not to. And so I'm, I'm, I want to trust, but I want to not let these, I don't, I don't want to take the rules around trust for granted. So I want to, trust but verify
1: i love that thanks what are you all gonna do make sure you let us know the archive at gmail.com and or tweet at us at bnb underscore pod or follow us on instagram bnb underscore pod please do please do um we would love to see you on our on the interwebs i love the interwebs next week we have a fun little episode called the guru and we're going to be looking at that through the lens of what, Ben? Self-development. Self-development, which we think is important. We're very big on that here. I
0: love self-development.
1: Um, And then we are almost done with season two. Isn't that scary? Season two.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: And then we will start prepping for season three. We got surprises for season We've three. We've got some surprises. Uh, It's going to be a little bit different, but we're very excited about it. Um, Not too different, uh, but but a little, but a little different, and so we'll be working on that. But before that happens, we still got two more episodes coming your way. Changes.
2: Is this when you tell me you're getting a new producer? No, (laughs) Max. I already
1: told you at the beginning of the season, you are locked in for like 80 more episodes after this. There's four seasons of Legend of Korra. Oh, sorry, like a hundred more episodes of this. All right, and then we're gonna do the Dragon Prince. So you know, it's so good. Thirty more episodes. The Dragon there. Prince is so good.
2: I look forward to it.
1: So we've locked you in for a long. Did you not read your contract that you signed? You're on like a ten year deal.
2: I signed nothing.
1: We pay you in T. Not good enough. Well, renegotiate your contract. You can keep Max on as our producer by donating to the Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/the of E. And without
2: further gonna ado, we're going to start requesting money from you.
1: <laughs> the episode <laughs> because uh, it's over it's time to go I'm Sunshine Mayfield i have been Pruitt and this has been Bending Not Breaking thank you all so, so much for listening